You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Isles Buzz Podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman. Since our last show, they haven't lost. The show before that, they haven't lost seven straight games. This is like the, time-wise, this is probably the longest seven-game winning streak in NHL history. Yeah, it's seven-game win streak that spanned like 65 days. It's uh, The schedule's crazy right now. You know, they, yeah. they, it's hurry up and wait and it's hurry up and wait. It's actually, it's wait and hurry up and wait and hurry up. And it just seems like as they, uh, the days drag on in between games, like someone else gets hurt or someone else gets sick. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, thankfully we've had these two breaks so players can get healthy. And it's time the, the latest, uh, I guess on the uh, mash squad is Anthony Bavoulier, who, who's sick. He chances are he won't play Friday. Komarov still not ready, and Noah Dobson, who has been sick for a while, getting a little better. So hopefully, Mrs. Seidenberg's soup is working. Uh, but yeah, I mean, seven game winning streak, it's it's been great. Uh, what's been going right, Dan? Uh, well, it's funny thing is, you just to, to, to touch on the injuries before we get to the, what's going right. Uh, with the way the schedule is, Matt Martin's going to be out six weeks and probably misses four games. Um, yeah, but, exactly. but as for the, uh, as for the team itself, uh, they're playing well. Um, and the start of the streak, they probably won a couple of games that they didn't deserve to, but that seems like that's correcting itself now. 
Uh, they're starting to win games. They're starting like the game against the Coyotes. They absolutely dominated that game. Uh, the game against Ottawa, they didn't start well. Well, actually, they started well. They didn't finish well, but they they got out in front and they were able to take the lead and kind of they go on cruise control, which Coach Strauss won't like. But they still they they deserve to win the game. Whereas the beginning of the streak when they played St. Louis, they you know, they absolutely stole a point. They might have stole a win against the Panthers, uh, but then they they played the Flyers. Also not perfect in stretches, but they did it. They, you know, Carter Hart was terrible, and the Islanders took advantage of that. So as the streak has gone on, their play has significantly improved. Yeah, with the Flyers and goalies. But you, you know what it is right now? There's a lot of guys hurt. Uh, it's kind of a mash unit, and it's everybody's just doing what they're they're capable of doing. No one's trying to do too much. Uh, I don't want to fall into cliches, but they're playing simple hockey. They're not doing anything fancy. I think the biggest difference with this team is they are scoring some goals right now is the difference in the maturity and the growth of Matthew Barzell. What a difference he is when he is looking at a shoot-first mentality. It completely changes the entire dynamic of this team, not just that line, but the entire team. Yeah, he, he's playing like he looked at Nico Heischer's contract and laughed and said, yes. I'm get much more than that. And he should. If, if he plays like this, he has a killer instinct, shoot first. He's going to get his money and well-deserved. Uh, you know what also I like about, especially this winning streak, is they you know, they dump in the puck a lot. I think they're, like, ranked first in the, in the league of, you know, dumping in the puck. But the recovery rate of getting that puck once they dump it in also leads the league. So they know what they're doing. They, they dump it in. They, they get the puck as soon as they can. If you look at that goal, uh, Rush Johnson's goal, it was yeah. a beautiful play. He didn't get an assist. He would have gotten his first NHL point. But Alpha Wallstrom, you look at him on that play. He, you know, cl- he took his man, cleared up the puck for Cole Bardreau, who got his first assist, first point, NHL point on that play, and set up Rush Johnson, who doesn't play a lot because he's always in a penalty box. But when he's on the ice, his presence is felt. That's one of those things too, where it's like, um, if you look at the fancy analytics, they show that the Islanders aren't great. Um, but if you have eyes. They show that they are, you know, they're a good team. It's like once again the numbers don't line up. Although they're starting, they're starting to become more consistent. Um, guess the way they've been playing the last week or so, that those those numbers are leveling off a little bit. But if you look at the math, they'll be like, well, this team doesn't possess the puck, blah 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 blah. But then you actually watch the game, and they're controlling the play most of the time, and they're the better team most of the game, especially 5-on-5. Five five. And they are starting to finally generate some more power play chances too, so that's a good sign as well. But, look, the defense looks fine, the goaltending looks fine, and they're getting enough from their forwards. Collectively, the top six um, are showing off pretty good skill right now, and the bottom six are just really working, working really hard. So it just combines to a pretty good, just a pretty good run that they're on right now. Yeah, and a uh, subtle lineup change that Trotz made moving Broussard to Brock Nelson's wing. Yeah, it's worked. Goes dividends a lot. And it's, you know, basically made a disaster. I want to say disaster. That's a strong word for 10 games in, but yeah. you know, disappointing signing up to this point into, you know, looking pretty good. Um, yeah. Casey Zeke is back and he's without uh, not counting Barzell. He is the heart and soul of the honors. Yeah. Know, he needs to stay healthy though. He Look, I mean, he plays, he plays reckless and, that's far what makes him so effective, but it, he's got to. Although that, that was the, the injury he got hurt on was in preseason, that was a weird collision, so I really can't give him you know too much for that. But the fourth line as a whole, and I can't really get on Martin because the Senators on a closer bench, but the fourth line as a whole has to pick their spots. Yes, you want to be. Yes, you want to be. You want to grind it out. Yes, you want to take the body. Yes, you want to be physical. But if it's a five-one game with five minutes in the third period, you know what I mean. You got to pick your spots and. So it's a long season. You got to stay as fresh as possible. I'm not saying float, absolutely not, but just 
pick your spots when you're going to go in there like a lunatic because they, they need the fourth line intact. Yeah, and also someone who they desperately needed to get going and did against Otto was Nick Levy, who yeah, that was a crazy game for him. Easy night. Uh, that first goal was vintage Nick Levy. It was basically. also vintage Anders Nielsen. Oh, totally, totally. But that's that was a terrible actually, goal. Although he played fine, he's actually played fine quite well this year for a bad team. But uh, that was a brutal goal. Right, and you don't get too many uh, defensemen taking penalty shots. And I that think was that quite was, the snipe too. Like it, yeah, that was the snipe, and I wish they would have just given him the goal. The one that Mark, Matt Mark got credited for, but oh right. well, you know, we didn't need to see Nick Letty doing more of that. Yes, yes, like, they need, they need more of that. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, you know, things are going right. They're playing Tampa, who's been very Not weird. Well, you know, the Tampa's been very pedestrian. Is that the right word? Yeah, pretty much. You know, they, they took advantage. Mediocre. Yeah, the Devils, you know, choking again late in the game. And cool. I mean, I'm glad we're not. No, I'm glad we're not a Devils podcast because how many multi-goal leads can you blow? Yeah, exactly. And you know, we can get into uh, Taylor Hall when he's on the Islanders next year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, if if he's if he thinks the fans are hard for him on the that power play, wait yeah. till he wait till he got on this one. If he if he came, I, you know, obviously that's a that's a pie in the sky kind of thing. But um, it would be hilarious if if you're look if you're gonna get that upset when you're getting booed. They they're getting booed they're getting booed because they're blowing leads. Not so much about how their power play is. They're and it's not so much they're blowing one goal leads. They're blowing two two goal leads, three goal leads, four. They've blown multiple four goal leads. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the record shows. And then just, just basically you look at the metro, and it's it's three it's teams, good. possibly four. I mean, yeah, yeah. The Penguins yeah, aren't great the either. Are you know the, the top. You know, yeah, have, the Capitals have played great, yeah. but they're not great. They have not played great in their own end. They're just outscoring their problems. Yeah, and we'll talk about a team outscoring their problems later on. Uh, but and then you, you, you look at Carolina, who good team. They had probably their best storm surge last night, or two weeks ago with the uh, trick or treating, which was fantastic. Um, but and then you have Pittsburgh. So those are the four teams. So you'll have pretty much the same four teams. Minus. Even though Pitts, even though Pittsburgh has a great goal differential because they've won a couple big games, they they haven't been. They go, well, they're five and four, I think, right? They play five, four, and one, something like that. It's not that. It's not that impressive of a record. Uh, if you watch them, obviously they need to get Malkin back. They're a little banged up as well, but. You know, I'm sure Jim Rutherford will keep making trades because that's what he does. He makes like what well, he thinks every day's deadline day. Yeah. But um, but uh, the the division's right there for the picking, and the way the way the Atlantic is playing with um surprisingly Buffalo, who I don't think is going away. I don't think they're going to win the division, but they're not going away. Boston, who might be the best team in the league, and you still have you have Toronto, Florida, and Tampa Bay. You really could see five teams come out of that division. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Well, Florida of, has their own problems too, but I'm just saying that like there's there's no guarantee four teams are coming out of the Metro. No, I mean, I'm. If you're sold on Buffalo, then you know I'm sure Tampa's going to make a run. Tampa's not missing the playoffs. You know, no, they, no, they'll, no. They'll, they'll get their they'll act fire John Cooper before that. Oh, you know, watch which I would not be surprised if they do. But which it's not all his fault. I no, mean, of course, not. of course not. But they're you know. not really. I don't know what's missing on that team. Something's missing though. They're not built for the playoffs. They don't like to get hit. No, they don't. It's it's very it's a bully. The Islanders bully. like to get hit. The Bruins like the Bruins. Bruins love to get hit. Those yeah. kind of, you know, the team like the Bruins is the kind of team that wins in the playoffs. It's just they're actually kicking, playing amazing in the regular season. But that's a team that's built for the playoffs. The Lightning are, and the Maple Leafs are not built for the playoffs. No, <laughs> we'll it's get, too bad for the Toronto. You know that that city can't catch a break. 
Yeah, it's it's a shame, but whatever. Yeah, it is. What you know? Let's mention Obi for a second. What do you, what do you think about his comments the other day? I think they were completely honest. They were fantastic. They were, they were completely honest. They asked him a question. They got they got an honest response. And I think to a man, if you ask the Maple Leafs, if the the, the guys in the Maple Leafs uh, dressing room, they would agree with it. And and most of the fa- I saw most of the Maple Leafs fans are like, yeah, that's what we've been waiting for our players to say for for two years. Yeah, I and mean, it's something he lived. He say. knows. He went through it. Yeah. He was that person absolutely. for a while. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I appreciate his honesty. Yeah, you don't really get that too much in hockey players. I also appreciate his Instagram feed at the end of the uh, the Nationals game last night. Yeah. (laughs) It was amazing. Congratulations to the Washington Nationals, by the way. Yeah, I know. That was was fantastic. Uh, I hate the Astros. There are certain players that are fantastic on the team, but I just just hate that team as a whole. Um, I don't know how we got off of the talking about everything about the Islanders on this podcast today. Yeah, we're, but, well, uh, we're talking about the Metro. We're getting a little Easter conference update. It's all, you know, the team hasn't yeah. played in four to five days. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But you know what bugs me? Like watching the, that could be our slogan. I was post podcast. Yeah. It is what it is. Sorry to it's, interrupt. Yeah. Right. T-shirts. Here they come. But uh, the, the, <laughs> the last thing we talk about the world series, um, and it's pretty much every sport, but hockey. And this isn't a, please like my sport or an infinity complex. I know where you're going with this, but you're right. It's it's so true. I want to see the commissioner of any sport give it to the captain or the quote unquote captain of the team. Yeah. Not the owner, not you know the owner's son. You know, trickling it down to and then the fifth person to touch it is the best player on the team. Or and the also the, main, the the uh, the trophy for the baseball is just ugly too. It's yeah, it's it's tough. Every, you can lose an eye. You can lose an eye on that trophy. Every time I see that trophy, I always think of the Seinfeld episode where George ties it to the end of the truck. He's trying to get fired yes. from the Yankees so he can become head scout of the Mets. And we see him just driving around. But, you know, it's it's so true. And it's, it's just what makes hockey, especially those Stanley Cup playoffs, the best postseason tournament in the world. Yes. You know? But, okay. But so, okay. So let's go back to the honors. So let's, let's try to, you know. Right the ship a little bit. Um, one player who is still here because of injuries, and I think you know we even mentioned uh, Oliver um, Wallstrom. We'll do that right right now. Um, who I think will get sent down as soon as Leo Komarov is healthy. You think? Yeah, I, I do. I think they're so. gonna send someone down when Leo comes back. Yeah, and I, I, I think it'll be him because his minutes are diminishing, and Bridgeport needs some help. We'll talk about Bridgeport in a little bit. But, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, he's not doing anything wrong. I mean, he's just, he struggled at some point, growing pains. He's 19. He's 19. He hasn't played a handful of professional games. You so can I, see, you I, can see he has the skill set. Yeah, and, and you can see the things he does away from the puck too. And yeah, which is surprising. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, which is really good. You saw some of that last year in Bridgeport, which really surprised me too. But I, I think get get him get him down there, play as many games as possible because. He wouldn't have been here if a Tanner Fritz was healthy and if the whole Hosang saga was, you know, if he was playing in Bridgeport, he would have been on But <laughs> Imagine if he just, well, just not, I'm sorry not to interrupt you, but imagine if Hosang just reported after having a good camp, yeah. if he just went to Bridgeport, he'd be up right now. Yeah, he would have been the first call if he wouldn't have Bad seen, dice roll. Bad yeah. play, bad, you know, way to, he really did not play his hand correctly. Right. But what are you going to do? But someone who we will see Friday night, Potentially is uh, Otto Koivula, who uh, fans long to have seen since last year, which uh, he kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. He got moved to the winger, moved to center, and he excelled. Kind of died that a little bit last year in Bridgeport, but 
came out of nowhere. He's a big guy. He's got a good hand, a good shot. So it's going to be interesting to see where they play him tomorrow. If he's going to be a traditional winger spot or he's going to play uh, center. I would play him at center. I mean, that's the reason they moved him, and he's excelled at center. I don't think there's any reason to move him back. I mean, but look, Coach Trotz is going to do whatever he wants, and look, I, 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 I I'll, you know, you know what I mean? I'll, okay, you want to play him wing? You can play him like left defense and or backup goalie, and that's fine. I trust you, Barry. But, um, I would keep him as a winger. I'm sorry, I would keep him as a center. That's what you've, that's the whole me reason you moved him there, and that's what you've been teaching him for a little over a year now, so let's see what he has there. Because going from center back to wing isn't as difficult, so I think, uh, if he can show, if he shows he can handle it, that role, that's, that would be a win, because they need more centers in this organization. Yeah, they sure do, and there's really, besides him in Bridgeport, there's not many, a lot of NHL contracts. Right. No. There, they, they, they can play. But um, it is Halloween, and we'll get to the, the tweet of the week a little bit later on. But we were, Dan and I were discussing this one, which really wasn't a tweet, although he read this in a tweet. That's but, right. I read it in a tweet, so it kind of counts. Right. So it's the honorable mention tweet of the week. Right. Um, Greg Wyshynski from uh, – used to be from Yahoo Punk Daddy, you know, friend of the show, came to our first live show at the Offside Tavern. Our next now ESPN. January 4th. That's right. Way to plug it. But now with ESPN. Yeah, exactly. Now with ESPN uh, gave his power rankings. And, okay, whatever. He, he tied them, which was very clever, to Halloween villain themes. Uh, the Islanders ranked number 11th. Whatever. We'll, we'll get into, you know, the people think this team is being taken seriously a little bit later. But his comparison to the Islanders, fantastic Stephen King's carry. And we yes. Can, and basically it's – um, let me get this up for right now. It's demeaned, disrespected, ignored, and abused by those sneering peers who look down on them. Hey, why are those doors of the National Coliseum locking on their own? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so true. It's so true. But do you think this Islander seven-game win streak, are, are, teams t- are teams, the media, anybody taking them seriously? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, look, I don't give a shit about power rankings. I really don't. Uh, they're completely arbitrary, made up by people for something to talk about midweek. But I mean, a lot of a lot of them, they, they're now like in the top eight, or some of them are in the top five. Um, I don't think they take this team serious because they're not sexy, they're not flashy, uh, they're not they're not going to score seven goals a night. They're not going to have those highlight reel plays outside of Barzell. Um, they kind of they're kind of a, th- a throwback, especially in their bottom six. Uh, and also, you know, they've been they've been up to the last season. They've been the laughing stock of the league for so long. I just think they're not taken seriously as a whole. I mean, they can win a cup and they can win the cup this year, and they'll be picked to finish twenty fourth next year. So, I just I feel like there's a very lazy narrative with them, and a lot of people don't realize like just what how much change has happened in, inside that locker room and inside the front office. So I just think that there's this lazy narrative. Oh, the Islanders are the Islanders, and it is what it is, and that's what they are. You know, this they're never gonna. You know, they're they're just not. They don't get the respect. So how do you get the respect? You just keep repeating it, and eventually people are just gonna shut up. Yeah, and always was one of the obviously talking points was the arena. Obviously, that's coming. Yep. And now we got a Hall, a Hall of Fame GM, Hall of Fame coach, selling cup. We're past the we're past the Tavares thing. It's over. It's over and done with. You know, it'll be done, you know, three times a year when they play each other. But – and then one of those times is January 4th. With the January 4th, offside tavern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, come come early. Come often. 
But yeah, it's just I, I it was just more clever, you know, the whole carry thing than the ranking. But I'll just throw mm-hmm. it out because, like you said, I've seen them picked in the top five, top eight, top sixteen, whatever. It just people just are either they appreciate the honors or they don't. There's really no in between with this team. Yeah, I feel like yeah, either they're they're your favorite team, especially some of our the throwback. The throwback, uh, and the throwbacks in the media, the, the ones who are, you know, more old school. Uh, and then there's, then people just give them no respect at all. So yeah. it's like, there's some people that just absolutely trash them and think they're like bottom five team because of their analytics. But it's like, yeah, you can have the, okay, fine. The math can say what it is. And like I said, the math is improving because the, their play is significantly improving. But watch the game with your eyes too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the math doesn't add up, but they're dominating games. So it is what it is. Right. Them, of, you know what? Just prove them wrong again. That's right. That's yeah. yeah. That's the motto. Prove them wrong again. Absolutely. And I, I and I feel like uh, Joe Bono, you know, our new colleague, uh, posted a T-shirt. I think you can buy it on sale on T uh, on T Public. Prove people wrong again, and it's so true. Right. Absolutely. Because you see the the uh, you know the preseason predictions where they were you know. 35th in the league, wherever they were. Uh, <laughs> the one with, there was one though where like they were going to go from 103 points to like 81. That yeah. would never happen under this organization, the, unless unless everyone it, on the team was injured. Well, I shouldn't say that, but you know that there's you know it would take something catastrophic for that to happen. Yeah, and you know it's, it's pretty funny because you know you look at a couple of years ago, this is depth of this organization. If they had these injuries, they would have been really, really screwed. And they I, you'd have like Dylan Reese on the, on the blue line right now. And no offense, Dylan Reese, and Nathan Lawson and, and the crease. And I'm uh, just trying to dust Cone. you know, yeah, they, yeah. they get just prospects who haven't panned out or just guys that keep grabbing off the scrap heaps. Right. They used then, to be the waiver wire wonders. Yeah, exactly. And it was right before um, the strike shortened year where they got Hickey, they got straight. They yeah. got was it Joe Finley and they got one other player I can't remember. It wasn't Colin McDonald, but I, I can't remember. There was four guys they got right Ty away. Ty Wisher. Ty Wisher. Oh no, Ty Wisher was in the was Dwayne Wilson trade. I thought. Oh, okay. I thought he could claim him. Okay, never mind. Yeah, and he, right. he was another first round pick who uh, flamed out. Yeah. That was by the Sharks or was it by Tampa? I can't remember. Tampa, I think. Tampa, Tampa. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's a lot of issues. But if, if, you, if you look at, it, they've they've had people you know be able to call up the you know first round picks and stuff like that. So it's it's a lot different from a couple of years ago. Exactly. We, I mean, no, we should do a podcast on just like former Islander draft picks that we all wanted to fall in love with, who absolutely did you know, or who guys we fell in love with at the rookie games who like you know never saw the light of day or just were complete failures. Oh yeah, we can come up with a nice list for that. But seriously, we have like 50 or 60 episodes yeah. right there. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to work on that. That, that. that sounds like a good side project. Yes. Yeah. But uh, after the break, we'll talk a little Halloween, the tweet of the week, and Bridgeport. What is going wrong at Bridgeport right now? I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yes. Uh, 
I had a nice time trick-or-treating with the family. It rained a little bit, but you know, whatever. Free candy. Kids had a good time. Uh, we left the bowl out with candy on our porch, and, of course, it was gone by the time we got back. So I'm sure – Was the bowl week, gone too? Because one year we did that, and they took our bowl too. Yeah, that's what my wife was worried about. No, the bowl was still there. I'm sure the first people who came just dumped everything in the bag and left. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, I know. It's like uh... – you need to have one of those cameras out there where you can just like buzz in and, and start scaring people. Yeah, and one I think maybe next year I'll do that. I'll just you know install the ring. I'll I'll stay uh, home and just see who comes and just scare the crap out of them with you know I'll get the uh, the scream you know sound effect. Yeah, the, or you'll just record. You can record who's like at your door, and it'll actually turn yeah. out that it'll be uh, it would be Zach who circled back and took all the candy. <laughs> exactly. But before we left, I was I told my wife I was just gonna leave an empty bowl out in the front. And put the sign no candy so we wouldn't have to buy any candy. It's all that fun. I'm like, who cares, you know? But it's such a weird holiday anyway, Halloween. I don't mind it. That, it's just funny. You just go to a complete stranger's doors asking for the candy and they have to give it to you. Yeah, we had some kids who were a little pushy tonight. They were like trying to, I like, I, they like rang more than once, knocking on the door. It's like, guys, you know? Yeah. Give me a second. Yeah, it's a lot of work for, you know, bite-sized three musketeer bar, you know? Yeah, and the, the, the size of the candy since when we were kids, it's just unbelievable how they, they went through a ray gun and just got shrunk, and they're smaller and smaller and smaller. Fun size means cheap. Oh, yeah, totally. It's nothing fun. Fun is, you know, the massive size bar is not, you know, yes. fun. Yeah, exactly. It's But, you know, we, we can digress on that. Uh, Bridgeport, last year they had a fantastic year. They gave second most points in team history. They had home ice in the playoffs. They did a fantastic job. They lost in a hard-fought five-game series against Hershey this year. You know, many people predict them to go far in the division, in the playoffs. Hasn't worked out that well. They're the last in Eastern Conference. They have one win. Uh, I know a lot of their players are gone from last year, but they replaced them. Connor Jones, who a long time, sounds like he played a cup of coffee with the Islanders a couple years ago. Ben Holmstrom is gone. One of the Bork brothers is gone. But Alva Wallstrom hasn't really played much there now with the Islanders. Josh Tosang, never going to see him again. Uh, now we have Koivula up there. Tanner Fritz is hurt. And Thomas Hickey, who was going to be down there to help out, has also been hurt. So it's been a very tough stretch now at Bridgeport. And a lot of people, like, the fans just get on Brent Thompson a lot. I don't know why people have, like, you know, such hatred against this guy. I really yeah, don't. It's funny. It's not. It's like, look, it's not. It's it, there's only so much you can do. Like, there's been so many call ups and so many injuries down there, and they have a couple goalies. Like, Coro has not worked out. He can't stop a beach ball. And Christopher Gibson's hurt too. So yeah, sure. there's just injuries up and down the lineup, and half of the team, like guys, they really expected to be down there to contribute, are up right now. So it's kind of a mess. And like Koivula was down there, but he was hurt too. So yeah, yeah, he just came back recently. Uh, and we have, you know, Kiefer Bell. And I liked your tweet, what was it, yesterday? You. you know, Kiefer Bell is looking around here. It's, it's the old uh, Will Smith, you know, looking at the empty house uh, meme. Uh, it's it's true. He probably would have gotten a, a look-see if he's been better. And I'm not he calling him a bust. hasn't been great. He hasn't been great. As, you know, I'm, not, I'm not calling him a bust yet because, you know, not even a year and a half into his pro career. But people are passing him by. You know, Simon Holmstrom's down there, mm-hmm. and he's going well, to you, You've been to a couple of games. Like, uh, obviously, Holmstrom's so young, and he, so it's like you're not even looking at points for him this year. You're looking at development. 
But yeah. at least we don't want to see him get killed. Exactly. Know, what What have you seen from from Bellows though? I mean, because like you know, the big thing has been his skating. Obviously, has been the biggest concern. Is there any improvement there? Because I, I haven't seen them play much this year. You know what? Uh, I haven't really seen much improvement uh, in him. He had one great chance against uh, the Wolfpack this past weekend. He got but I mean, stoned. last year it looked like he was skating but, in cement. Yeah, I mean, towards the end he was able to get it shot off a little bit. And he, he's, he's got a quick wrister. Yeah. The problem is he needs to get it right. It's similar to Michael Del Cole. You know, right. they both need to generate their own shots. Michael Del Cole was doing that last year when he got called up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one point where he scored on six straight shots, I think through three games. He was dominating. Yes, yes. But Bellas, we haven't seen that. He had, we thought he was turning a corner a little bit in the playoffs last year because he had a really nice playoff. He had the game he did. in game one, but he, he looks like he regressed and, you know, Thompson, you know, says all the right things. You know, he knows how to, like, work his players. You know, the lineups come out. You might see him play in the fourth line. Fans freak out. He, They know what they're doing. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a little, still a little surprised that he didn't get fired when Lamoureux got hired. But he saw something to trust Thompson, and Thompson delivered last year. You know, you, you saw sometimes Hosang was on the fourth line. Sometimes you saw Koibo. They mixed and matched. Those lines never stay the same in Bridgeport. They're, it's like they just throw darts at it, and that's totally fine. You yeah, know, well, this year, I mean, look, let's, let's, let's get them with the net. They, I mean, they, they have a lot of guys from ECHL on their team right now. Let's get them with a the real lineup before we really go nuts. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's still plenty of the season. You know, once they get Gibson back, you know, they're, they're, they, they, uh, Mitchell Van out with one of the yeah. better you know, Bodie Wild's coming soon. I think next week he should be back. Right, he's banged up. He hasn't played yet. So, yes. look, actually, you know, they've sent Sagerstrom to the ECHL to get some time, you know, to start playing. So, they, you know, they're really banged up. So, it is, you know, it is what it is at this point. But, look, the guys, they, the guys get called up. When they when they get called up from Bridgeport, they come to the island ready to play. They're ready to yeah. play when they come up. They, you know, like uh, Wallstrom was really good. He's had his moments, um, especially like his first game. Obviously, that was all adrenaline, but right. he's shown that he can play. It looks like he can play, uh, you know, and they're calling up Cole, who role player, but he fits in. Like the guys that call up fit in. Like when Fritz came up, he would fit in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. So, I would, you know, there's still plenty of time for it's. It's just so funny how just the hatred. And people just freak out over Thompson. They, they think yeah, they need something to complain about. Injuring, you know, the development of these players. It's just so <laughs> not true. And, you know, yeah, I know. We, you know, it, it, look at Hosang. You think it's all Thompson's fault? Of course not. No, none of it's his fault. You know, it, it's a directive down from Lamoureux how he wants his organization to run. Right. You know, since he wants, you know, a full 200, you know, foot game. You know, some players don't believe in that. Hosting didn't believe in it, and that's why he's requested a trade. But whatever, you move on. But that being said, got a little bit of update with Zach's stick collection. Oh, you yeah, know. you got another one, right? Who did he get? He got a, a Filipino last week. Oh, it was now the now Rangers. He got called up and scored yeah. goals. It's the Zach yeah. effect. Exactly. So, you know, he was lucky enough that he uh, was able to get it. He made this, and this is funny. Because Zach is a horrible speller. One of his teachers calls him Spelling Bee. And um, <laughs> he, well, last year he got Hayden Flurry Stick, you know, now of uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, right. With uh, the Checkers last year. You know, Hayden, he, he spells it a little weird. I think it's uh, he spells it like D-Y-S or whatever it is at the end. 
Zach butchered the first name. He butchered the last name. So he spelled, misspelled both names, and he still got this thing. <laughs> So, you know, good for him. Can, can you look at the sign before you, you know, you guys leave for the the arena? Yeah, I always try to proofread it. And then, you know, uh, Filipino, also it's a weird, you know, last name too. And but he spelled that one right, and he, he got the stick. So uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty pumped. But uh, yeah, he's gotten first stick of the year. I don't know how many's up to now. Fifteen since he started collecting. It's, yeah, it's, he needs the you know because he's getting older, so pretty soon he's you know the uh, the kid effect isn't going to work anymore. So yeah, he's going to have to use uh, his uh, sister or eventually his younger brother when he gets to go to the games. Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, but um, now we got our tweet of the week. Yes, which you know we, we've had plenty of time to uh, scour you know likes of Twitter. Actually, and, harder because you know it's easier like when there's game days and stuff. Yeah, you sometimes you get some really funny tweets during the game. Yeah. But this one was actually from a, a, a non-Islander fan and uh, definitely not an Islander fan and Nick Alberga, who likes to you know tweet the Islander fans a little bit, but the tweet was great. It's basically a, posing a question. He's like, I wish you can trade coaches in the NHL. Would Mike Bob- Babcock in our first for Barry Trotz work? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> basically, Mike Babcock right now is Doug Waite. Oh, you look it's, not that, it's not that. <laughs> it's, I'm just kidding. But no, I know, but Babcock's, I, you know, he's a great coach, but like, it's like, you know, he's made out to be like this legendary, like Scotty Bowman, you know, Toe Blake, uh, legendary guy behind the bench, and he's not that. He's not. He's had, you know, like, like the international success. Look at the line. No, no offense, but look at the lineups he's had. You know, you got guys like John Tavares and or like others. Yeah, one year, like Jamie Benz on the fourth line, right? right? So it's like, I think some of it's overblown and some of it's overrated. Like, yes, he won a cup in Detroit with quite a few Hall of Fame players, and most of them despised him by the time he, they, you know, they were gone there. So something's just not right there, and he's probably going to take the fall for it if they if they don't if they don't play well this year because their window's closing. Their window, you know, they got a lot of high paid players making a ton of money and they have serious defensive issues. So, yeah. And even when the uh, commissioner of the league gives you a jab about it, that's fantastic. That was good. Thanks Gary. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty much now or never for that team. And they, uh, their defense isn't, it shouldn't be this bad. It really well, here, the problem is, like, no, like, the thing is, too, is like, and I think it'll improve, but the problem is this, like, Muzzin and, and Barry are good players. Yeah. Um, But they won't be able to afford to resign them because on the open market, there's no way they can match what they'll get in the open market. Muzzin probably gets six, six million, maybe six and a half on the open market. And then Barry probably gets like eight. There's no way they can pay those guys that money. And then Morgan Raleigh, I think, has what, another year after this? Two years, two years left after this. He signed a really good deal, so. All right, so they have time for him, but yeah, they might have to look to trade one one of the. I mean, you know, Newland. And they traded Kadri, because, you know, and like Kadri's been great in Colorado. And he's gonna need to step up now more since uh, Soderberg. Every, yeah, everybody's hurt there. Like uh, uh, Rantanen's out, and then also Landeskog. So. Landeskog, Soderberg, Landeskog, yeah. Right. But yeah, so uh, yeah, the tweet of the week. Uh, keep the tweets coming. That's right. Yeah, thanks, Nick. You know, he loves to uh, he loves to troll because he knows he well he know he knows how to push buttons. And Islander fans sometimes fall for it. Some of the fan base falls for it. They're a little insecure at times. Yeah. And but I think it's just him trolling. Yeah, you know, he's looking for it's basically you know what it is. It's basically odd. It's like basically clickbait. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was a good one. We saw that and I was like, yeah, that's got to be it. But have you watched uh, Hockey Central since they made the massive changes? No, I have not. I don't. Um, Hockey Central. That's when it's on noon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get the NHL Network anymore, so I I I, I canceled. I trimmed down my sports package because I never watched it. Right. Yeah. So I, I have just, I have the uh, I have NHL you know dot TV, so it's like you know I'm watching games. I'm not watching that. Right. Yeah. You know, since I've been home on maternity, you know, I, I put it on for a little bit, and you know they've changed so much. Uh, Dick Kiprios is gone. Doug McLean's gone. Uh, who else was on there? Who else is now? Is this Merrick on there? Yeah, Merrick hosts it with Anthony Stewart. Oh, okay. It's usually the two of them. I think David Amber gets one day a week. I, I like David Amber. Yeah, he's like off with David Amber. And uh, you know, Jeff Merrick's good, and Anthony Stewart is is really good on that show too. Good. They need you know. It's funny because I I saw a poll where uh, of all the sports. The analysts in the NHL are the most detached from the game, meaning the, the analysts of each team and then the national media, they've been the, their analysts have been retired for the longest, right. um, as opposed to like the NBA, where they have a lot more younger analysts um, and, and, and football as well. It's almost as soon as you retire, you're in the booth. So um, it's like a lot of guys like, you know, you think about some of the analysts through, throughout the league. It's like they haven't seen a, they haven't been on a rink in like 15, 20 years. So you need right. some new younger voices in the booth. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's what NHL Network does does a good job with that. They've been getting more and more the former players, you know, recently retired on there. Right. And, uh, they, good job with Anthony Stewart because he's. I know there's nothing to do with NHL Network. It's all TSN. But th- that one that was been a, a really good hire. But, but before we go, we've got to promote Lighthouse Hockey Podcast again. You that's right. Subscribe. Get all the fantastic podcasts now. PT Isles is on there. Dan Saracini is fantastic. We are spitting out content, folks. Exactly. It's, you know, early and often uh, at LAHH Podcast. Uh, all there. Subscribe to one, you know, the one channel. You'll get them all. Uh, Dan, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, Dan Daniel 78 And um, the first Noel 19. So give us a follow as well if you haven't already. Why not? But no, give us a follow and then follow Lighthouse as well. You get everything you need. Right in one stop. And remember, January 4th, the live show. Yes, and we're working on uh, getting some guests. It should be a fun time. If not, and, you're just going to hear us ramble for an hour and a half. Yeah, and we will apologize. And remember, um, since they are playing the Leafs, bring your best uh, John Tavares uh, costume, you know, poking fun at him. And uh, the best costume, we'll get a couple of drinks and maybe another prize or something. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Yeah, absolutely. See you next week, Dan. Bye, bud.